Patrick here. Welcome to the Double ETF podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. Now we are going to listen to my conversation with Josh Fidgeval. I know Josh from the weekly Name That Tune quiz uh, from the Rock Solid podcast. We talked a little bit about uh, movies, uh, music, uh, travel, and even a little bit of sports. So I hope you enjoy. And uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with Josh Fitzgerald. All right. So, um, first of all, uh, hi, Josh. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great, Patrick. How are you doing? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Doing doing okay. We just uh, finished a, uh, well, maybe an hour ago, we finished uh, uh, an, a very fun uh, time on, on Zoom. Yes, with, our uh, weekly uh, constitution of Name That Tune. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was... Uh, yeah, that was a fun, uh, fun time with uh, um, like a, a rotation of hosts. Yeah, yeah, I, I was one of them. It was a little nerve wracking at first because I, I was worried because my my computer. I just actually just before we started doing this, finished updating my computer to the newest operating system, and because of that, my Zoom was not updated, so I could only fit the twenty five people on my screen. Yeah. But we were more than that. Yes. Until thankfully, I mean, I, I, I'm so glad Mike Beats was there. But when he left, I was able to finally see everybody. I'm like, oh, I can host. I was getting nervous. I'm like, I might, I might have to back out, which would have been fine, but, um, but it worked out okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we did another, uh, you know, host uh, sharing uh, deal. Yeah, eventually. that was that was fun. I liked the variety. Yeah. So, um, Josh, please, uh, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Wow. There's so much to know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm Josh Fitzgerald. I live in, in Buffalo, New York, which is about 15 minutes from the Canadian. My house is about 15 minutes away from the Canadian border. Okay. So it's it's kind of um, a running joke with our little name, that tune group, that I'm, I'm kind of a half Canadian, half half American because uh, a lot of like I, a lot, half the TV stations I got are the, like out of Toronto and the radio stations I get are out of Toronto. I know all of your restaurants. Okay. <laughs> they all come over here. I go to Tim Hortons all the time. All right. <laughs> so nice. it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, I haven't been able to cross for obvious reasons lately. I, I do go a few times a year. It's really fun. Um, but yep, yeah, it's so I, I'm I'm in Buffalo, um, where it's starting to get really cold. I'm sure it's very cold by you. Oh yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's getting there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I I teach ESL, which is um, <clears throat> I don't know if, if everybody knows what that is it's English as a <clears throat> well, they've actually changed the title. It's now they call it ENL, which is English as a new language. It used to be English as a second language. Um, okay, but but it's the same kind of idea. So students who are you know most of the students that I teach are, are from Spanish speaking countries like Puerto Rico. Um, I got a lot from Cuba, places like that. So that's what I, I really enjoy it. I have, I have younger kids that I work with. Um, but I've, I've done, I've been doing this for about 10 years. I've, I've taught every age level from little, little to old, <laughs> which is okay. fun. Yeah. So it's, so it's pretty neat. It, I, I learn a lot of, um, not languages while I do it, but I learn a lot of things about different cultures while as I, as I'm doing this job, which is pretty, pretty amazing and pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. That must be pretty cool. But uh, did you have a, um, how can I say like a a training background with um, uh, teaching? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you you say, because when I, my father was a teacher and of course it's one of those things where when you're growing up, people ask you, Oh, you're going to be a teacher too. Right. And and you're like, "Uh, hell no. (laughs) <laughs> not a chance you've got to be kidding me um so i ended up I, I ended up going to school for music for one year um but i and i, I actually hated it <laughs> okay just because i it's um they they don't offer a lot of when you're in school for music i didn't like getting graded on how you perform you know what i mean like you didn't sing this pr- correctly so you fail or you didn't play this okay. correctly so you fail and i was found that very frustrating so i ended up going into speech and um so I did that and I, I worked in that for a year and I and I like actually was like a speech therapist. And in doing that, when I was when I was working that job, I, a lot of the people that I worked with were not English speakers. And I found that those were the ones that I connected with a lot. Okay. And I didn't even know that you could ESL was a job that you could actually even do, you know. And and then I, I had some some relatives and stuff, you know, say to me, like, you should really do that. You would be really good at that. And I, I looked into it and I did it and I, I'm really happy that I did. So it kind of worked out well. 
Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely, it must be yeah. really um, fulfilling. Yeah, that that was the word yeah. I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. I, I I think a lot of times that that they my students teach me more than I teach them. Oh <laughs> wow! That okay, way that's a, a nice yeah. way of uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice way to see it. That's yeah. true. And also, it must be a really. Uh, I know that we are getting off uh, on a, on a tangent, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It must be a really frustrating job in a way because you like let's be honest mm. you are in a way uh, put in danger uh, because of your job and you didn't sign up for that originally um it, it kind you know? of depends yeah i um i don't i don't know about it. danger necessary but but you definitely find yourself in a lot of situations where where people rely on you for certain things and certain you know with certain information that you can't always, you know what I mean? It, it, you know what I mean by that? Like, um, uh, I, I was more um, seeing it in a uh, COVID way. Like, you know, oh, you, I you, see you, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the kids yeah. can infect you and each yeah. other and then they go back home and you know that. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because um, a lot of the families that I work with, I, where, where I, where I'm, working and where I live is very, very like, it's like field country and wine country. So a lot of them are, a lot of them are like, like, like migrant workers. So they, so they really spend most of their times outside in the field, which is actually a little bit safer in, in a lot of ways, because, you know, rather than like a factory job or something like that, you, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you can, it's easier to social distance and, and you're outside with the air. So, so thankfully in that regards is, you know, there's been, it's, it's been a little bit easier that way. And we actually we were, I was very I'm lucky to be where I'm at because we actually got like uh, kudos from the governor (laughs) (laughs) saying like, what you guys are doing are working because our our numbers have have thankfully so far been pretty low. So hopefully, hopefully it'll stay that way. I don't know. There's talk of another shutdown, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, We are holding our breath here as well. Yeah. Uh, It's... uh, you know, feels like a touch and go. Yeah, much. yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, on a, a happier note, you also have a uh, podcast. I do. Yes, I do. I tell us, tell us a, little, a little bit about it. Okay. Yeah, I, I started. It was about two years ago now. Um, the name of the podcast is called Movies at Rock, and it pretty much is is that. It's um, it's where I have guests on every. I try. I pretty much release a show every other week. And um, I have a different guest every time we, we pick a movie that's um, music related. And, and more often than not, it's like, um, and it's called movies that rock because they're rock and roll related. So, you know, like okay. the Beatles movies or what have you, um, things like that, because I'm such a huge music nerd. And mm-hmm. um, I've seen surprisingly few movies about music. Okay. And, and, I, and I wanted to start, and I, and I, I love movies too. I'm, I'm kind of a big movie nerd as well. And, um, and that, those two worlds have never gotten together for me for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. And, and so I, I kind of had this idea a couple of years ago. I'm like, well, I should really start watching more music movies because it's such an interest to me. And then, and then it dawned on me, yeah, I should, you know, maybe highlight my journey or chronicle my journey through this with a podcast. And, and, you know, maybe I'd, you know, get some insight from people who might know the, these artists or movies better than I do. And it might make the experience a little bit more fun, and it has, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure. But um, I'm, I'm wondering um, mm-hmm. who gets to choose the movie. Is it you or the guest or both? It kind of depends. A lot of what I do is I'll, I'll um, on my on the Twitter account for the um, podcast. Sometimes I'll just like if there's a movie that I know I want to see, I'll just kind of throw out a tweet that says, "Hey, if anybody is interested in covering this movie, let me know." Okay, I, I do a lot of that, and and sometimes too, I'll, I'll get. Um, messages from from people you know ask me if i've covered a certain movie you know and if i haven't i'd like you know like you you were the first one to mention it so if you want it you, you're in okay <laughs> that kind cool. of thing so it's kind of it's kind of a mix i'm very very easy going with that if somebody wants to do something you know do a movie that i haven't done yet i'm like absolutely you know and um and so it's kind of it and it's neat too because it, it's um it, it's gotten i've been able to get some people who have never done podcasting before to come on Oh, okay. The show, you know, because it's been about, you know, a certain movie that they love and, and you know, and so that's been, that's been fun. They are that. eager to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if, I mean, 
I still have quite a way to go when it comes to musicals because mm-hmm. uh, I get them oh, like musicals, quote unquote. Do we call that th- them music movie or musical movies or you know? Yeah, what do, I, yeah. We both know I, what we are talking about, right? Right, right. Yeah, what I mean, I, I mean, mine is the like a mix of like you know, it can be like I haven't done too many like musicals like that. I've done maybe one or two, but but you know, like concert movies or or rock yeah. documentaries, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the official uh, denomination then? Is it music movies or? Yeah, music <laughs> movies is good. That's perfect. Okay, that yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I get the impression that if the movie is uh, shit and the songs are good, mm-hmm. then the movie kind of gets a pass, yeah. even though it shouldn't in other yes. circumstances. For so sure. that's why I'm, I'm like, eh, you know, I'm, I, I'm never, I'm never know, I never know what. Uh, what to think about it right <laughs> and, and and vice versa too like a movie can be it's a good movie but the music is bad oh, oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and it's absolutely you know sometimes that can bog a, a good movie down too yeah yeah for sure yeah and also i was wondering was wondering what would be right now in 2020 what would be the definition of the of a uh, music movie hmm. like for example i i mean i i thought of a couple of uh, examples like um the movie dancer in the dark oh yeah that from uh, last Trier. oh yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah that's you know that, that's a tough one <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a tough one uh, i i guess that qualifies it, it fits the meaning right absolutely yeah, okay. yeah that's one that i would actually be interested in covering sometime once i if i can and i i saw the movie when i was 15 in the theater and um it just like knocked the wind out of my sails like that was because <laughs> i was such a big bjork fan i didn't know what i was getting into i'm like oh she's in a movie that'll oh, be great okay yeah, that will be yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No spoilers on that one, but just be warned no, audience. No, yeah. no, 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 that's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah. And also, I um, I had a the, the, that's probably a dumb question, but I guess Whiplash doesn't qualify as a, as a music movie, right? I think maybe it would because I mean, what? there it's not like like centered on an on an artist or anything like that. You know, true. But I it 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 seems that maybe like. In uh, in the same way that uh, Amadeus wouldn't be a music movie as well, it seems that maybe the um, critical factor is if the songs have lyrics in them. Mm. Could that be? I think it, I think it could. I think you know some. Uh, it, I don't want to be like, you know, like genre policing, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's you know, like, oh, it's a jazz movie. I'm not going to do that, you know, Okay. <laughs> um, or a classical. I mean, classical music is, is kind of like its own separate Thing, animal. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Not really. Um, jazz. I don't know. Jazz is a t- that's a tricky one. Whiplash. I think it could go either way on that one. Probably. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it described as a music movie, though. Yeah. But. It's Another more of a example. drama, really. Probably, yeah. yeah. Because uh, maybe there, maybe because there aren't enough uh, enough songs. I think there are yeah. only three or four like musical parts, quote right. unquote. Maybe. Not sure. And maybe like but, two of one or two of them, I think, are even the same song that they play uh, again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, another example would be "Walk the Line." That's more oh, of yeah. a musical bio- biopic. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a why well, is it, it it is a music movie at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it does have musical numbers and and performances yes. and things like that. Yeah. But you're right though. Maybe we shouldn't uh, be the genre police. That's uh, that was a good uh, that was a good expression I'm going to try and oh. remember that. <laughs> but it gets real tricky because I mean I've had, you know, I've I've covered movies on my show that are are really like, you know, are they really music movies you know like and so it's kind of you know like something like hedwig and the angry inch could go either way because yeah, it's like a, okay it's more like a musical but it's also a rock and roll musical you know so it's it's give and take true. yeah true no, that's a good example but well then in that case i'm gonna ask you what is your favorite music movie oh boy i can't all right i have like a top three okay that, please. I, that I could give you um my number one would probably be Yellow Submarine, just because okay. I watched it so many times when I was when I was a kid, you know, with all the colors and all the animation. I, you know, I, that just 
and and I can I've seen it probably 200 times in my life. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some sometimes was not a choice of mine because I used to babysit a kid who was also like obsessed with that movie so I would have to watch it with him too, but I was okay with it because I enjoyed it myself. Um you can quote it. Oh from, yeah, pretty much. You know. <laughs> Top to bottom, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I also like um, another one that I really love is is Gimme Shelter, the Rolling mm, Stones okay. one. Yeah, just because I think it's such a it's such a powerful experience seeing everything that you know, watching everything go wrong. You know, from the beginning when they're starting the concert, and then by the end of it when it's just it's this complete disaster, and you kind of see it unfold, yeah. <laughs> and you can just and the way that you can really just feel the tension building and building and building, and it and it's it really like that movie. When I when I'm finished watching it, I feel like I've just watched like a horror, like a good horror movie. It has the same effect on me, you know, like yeah. kind of freaked way, out yeah. and yeah, like it makes me, super high. Yeah, and it makes me not want to go to concerts. <laughs> Um, have you seen it uh, many times that movie um maybe like maybe like four or five times okay i had to watch, most recently we, i um um our, our friend who plays name that too nick he has a movie club that he was doing during quarantine and that was one of our selections and okay. so that was the most recent time I've, i've seen it but yeah before that yeah maybe like three or four times before that Okay. Yeah. And what would be the 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 third movie on your top three? So the third movie is a very strange pick. Um and I it's it's kind of an obscure movie too that a lot of people might not know about, but it's it's the monkey's movie head. Um Okay. I don't know if a lot of people know what that's about. So basically I, I, I don't <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well no, that's okay. So I, I won't say too much because I'm gonna use this opportunity to promote myself and say um listen to the episode that that, that I did on that with um uh Craig Smith and Megan Stemwade, who are like really monkeys experts. And um, that oh, was a really wow. fun show to do. But basically what it is, is it's, um, it's the monkeys who are like known as, as, you know, a, a fabricated group, like a, like a boy band almost back in the sixties. Mm -hmm. They, um, their, their show had just been canceled and they knew that their career was falling apart. So they decided to make the most like insane fucked up movie <laughs> that ever like they they basically they hired jack nicholson to write a script and it's basically just a series of nonsensical little skits that they do um jack nicholson for, like for like that jack nicholson yeah. yeah i didn't know that yeah okay and and it's basically the whole movie is is just him and them making fun of hollywood and deconstructing you know how how artificial everything is in hollywood and how ridiculous it is and making fun of their image and making fun of of hipsters and and the hippie culture and like Frank Zappa's in it and Terry Garr is in it and it's 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 a crazy crazy movie but it's really funny the, the music is amazing um and and some of the like even some of the special effects that they use and and stuff like that in the movie are pretty interesting and and, and that movie it bombed but what they ended up doing was taking that money from that movie and they used it to make Easy Rider and um and five easy pieces and other movies that Jack Nicholson oh, wow. became really famous with. So okay. that, that actually, that, so there was a really interesting history behind that movie too. And I think it's, it's one of the more creative and fun music movies. I think that's out there. And, and even if you, even if you have, you know, I preconceived ideas about what the monkeys are, I think, I think anybody, I think anybody could enjoy this one. because it's so, it's so unique. No, yeah, that's 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 awesome. I had no idea. Uh, what uh, can you um, tell us the name again? The name of the movie is Head. As in, okay, like, just that head. Head, head. Okay, yeah, all right. And they okay. called it that because when they they were thinking that if they ever made a sequel to it, they wanted the tagline to be from the people who gave you head. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. It's okay. a very very Jack Nicholson joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Right? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's pretty. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we um, we talked a little bit on on, on Twitter be, before um, um, coming here, and mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, something specific as mm -hmm. to um, how and why live music really seems to be uh, um, to hit differently than music from your stereo on your TV. Do you want yeah. to el elaborate on that? Sure. I mean, it's 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 a pretty. Um... I don't know about a complicated, you know, thing to, to think about, but the, but it's interesting how how you know if you think about when you're listening to to music in the comfort of your home, 
on your whatever stereo system you use, I, um, you appreciate it in a certain way. And, and there's, um, you're kind of a little bit more, I don't know if I want to say in control when you're in, mm. or you, at least you feel like you're in control, but when you're, it's, you know, experiencing something live, um, whether it be a concert or even, you know, as you mentioned, a, a sporting event, I'm not really a big sports person, but, but it's be the same kind of thing when you're there in person, it's, it, it, it almost always feels a little bit more, um, Unpredictable? Un- unpredictable, yeah. A little bit more unpredictable and a little bit more, I guess, memorable, you could even say. Because, you know, like I said, you're not as in control of, you know, the surroundings, the volume, what you're mm-hmm. going to hear. And, mm-hmm. and and beyond that, too, you know, you're experiencing it with all these strangers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the being in, in control thing, I never mm-hmm. thought of that. And it's quite interesting because mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what I wrote in my notes in parentheses, is it all about the group experience? Yeah. But yeah. there's more than that. And you, you you just mentioned that, the being in control thing, that's uh, that's interesting. And you answered one of my um, uh, other questions as well. You're oh. not a sports guy at all. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm one of those people that I prefer to play rather than watch. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I kind of get bored watching sports, but I but I enjoy the, the, you know, the competition of playing. I enjoy the physical movement of playing. Being a Buffalonian slash South Canadian, as they say, yeah, hockey's big here, um, you know, and I always enjoyed, I was more of like a, you know, roller field hockey kind of kid, but okay, yeah, that and a uh, big tennis player. Okay. So that kind of thing. Yeah. Not, not the more aggressive sports like football, stuff like that. I, I That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you if you ever were a uh, Buffalo Bills fan, you yeah. probably suffered quite a bit in the in the nineties. Anyway, lo- losing four Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, we've we've never gotten over that. <laughs> no, I mean, who who would? Right, it's, right. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's crazy. Twice to the same team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and uh, the Bills. I mean. I'm I'm a sports guy, so I, mm-hmm. but I don't want to uh, go go on and on too much about it. But okay. the Bills, in my opinion, they they okay, they lost four, but out of those four, they should have won two. Mm. They deserve to lose the other ones, yeah. But two of them, one one against Dallas and the the one against the Giants, they should have won for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, they had a really good team, right? And I, I still remember, I mean, I was like six and seven years old when they were happening, but I still remember them so clearly because they were such a huge deal, oh, you know, it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. For sure. <laughs> when you lose three in a row, everybody, you know, they tell themselves, you know, okay, this one's the right one, right? Yeah. We're going to win this one, yeah. right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was going to ask, would it be rude to ask uh, how old you are? 35. Okay. All right. Yeah, because when you mentioned uh, you you were you were young in those years, I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I was in college <laughs> during that time. Oh wow, <laughs> so, <yeah>. I would <laughs> not have guessed that. Oh really? Okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, 48. Wow, really? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would not have guessed that. <laughs> okay, thanks. But uh, I I think there is a the really interesting thing about live sports versus live music because. Uh, when you go to a concert, okay, so you said there is a certain unpredictability to it, which is true. And when you go to a live sports event, that's even more true because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, and especially if you count the, uh, if you take into account the emotional investments, if you go see a team that you cheer for, mm-hmm. Uh, you, you you might get your ass kicked. Right, you, know, you, right. you, you, you never know. know how people are going to react to things. Also that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's really weird because I don't go to that many concerts because I really, I have really bad tinnitus. Oh yeah. So it's not, it's just not fun for me, yeah. but I can tell you that I'm a big uh, Los Angeles Kings fan mm-hmm. Because when when LA traded for Wayne Gretzky in '89, the CBC started showing uh, Western Conference games oh, yeah. in Quebec, and they didn't before. Wow! And I was like, hey, the, the, the Kings are a pretty good team, and they are super fun to watch. And yeah. I switched in '89, and I've been uh, been a Kings fan ever since. That's awesome. And, my my uh, brother's the same way. He, my brother's around your age, and he was he. I remember that whole time with Gretzky and the Kings. That was huge at my house too. So yeah. 
That's, there you yeah. go. <laughs> and I, and I kind of uh, I kind of wanted to move on from the Montreal Canadiens anyway. I mean, they are my second team now, but yeah. if if they ever meet in the finals again, it's Kings all the way. Right. And the thing is, uh, I'll be honest with you. I okay. So the Kings made the finals in '93 the and they lost against uh, Montreal and. All things considered, I ate shit for 29 years <laughs> until LA finally won a cup in 2012. And I oh, swear yeah. to you, I was on a cloud for three days. Wow. It's, it's such it's, a high. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect that, to be right. honest. And, <laughs> and I'm no, I, I know that the Rock Solid crew will hate me for saying that, but <laughs> I don't think any concert could have given me that high. I, don't, <laughs> I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it's a certain – because you have – it's so much more intense when you're watching your – team actually you have to work and fight for that you know i mean yeah. it's one thing music is just you know it's there you know what i mean you don't it's yeah. it's but but with sports you actually you're putting so much of yourself into it exactly it makes the result all the more intense you know yeah the the highs a little higher but the lows much lower, much lower. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like a, falling down a, a chasm yeah uh, and just yeah. for the record speaking of montreal this is kind of a funny mm-hmm. funny josh fact is the the only the only major league baseball game i ever went to was one of the final montreal expos games oh in wow. 2003 yeah, yeah they left for washington in 05 i think yes yes okay yeah, yeah wow. 04 yes it was it was at the end of 04 Okay. I went I went to my only major league baseball game that was an Expos game. <laughs> and did they win? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I can't nice. remember who they played. It was such a long time ago, but I remember just being really excited that I was, wow, this is my first baseball game and you know, I was just taking it on. We were in Montreal for the weekend for with with college kids and it was, you know, I, I drank through most of the game. It was fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, even though uh, Toronto would have been closer, mm-hmm. you you still went to okay. Well, it was well, the reason. The reason is is because I was in um a, a, a group of like the French majors, and um so they were, and there was a kind of a whole thing how that worked out. Is I actually lived in the house of the French majors because I was, I got into the college late and they didn't have any dorms left that they could put me in. They said, but they, we do have a, a room available in the French house, which is where we put all the French majors, but we only have like eight people who are studying that. So we're going to put you in there. Okay. So they, they did a lot of like these, you know, field trips. And, and um, so they, they went on a weekend trip to Montreal, you know, to kind of oh, get nice. some of the language immersion and stuff like that. Okay. Well, so I tagged it, along it, with them. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that, that, that's cool. But Montreal is so bilingual that yeah. if you don't want to learn French, you probably won't. <laughs> right, right, right. So that worked out well for me. <laughs> okay. You would have had to uh, go further east to Quebec City. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that would have worked. Yeah. And it's a gorgeous city, to be honest. I'd love love to go there one of these days. Yeah. Once uh, COVID is behind mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I know. Hopefully yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, actually, I mentioned my uh, uh, soccer podcast before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a series of four questions that I asked a few people. Mm-hmm. Those questions are, what is your favorite uh, soccer movie? What is your favorite soccer book? What is your earliest movie of a, a soccer game? And what is your favorite or, or most memorable game that you saw in person? So I will adapt those questions to music movies. Okay. Uh, so we already covered uh, what was your top three when it comes to music movies. And now I'm going to switch it around and ask you, what is your least favorite one? Like what is one that you had to watch for the podcast or something? And you, you know, you thought, well, that, that, that fucking sucked. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's an easy answer. Our our buddy, Pat Francis. Okay. Here we had go. This, had this wild idea that he that he we were going to do, and it, this was my Halloween bonus episode, by the way, guys. Is um, okay. we did uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show followed by the sequel called Shock Treatment. Well, oh, so Rocky, I didn't know there was a sequel. I didn't either until he mentioned okay. it. He's like, "Do you know about Shock Treatment?" I said, "I have no idea what that is." He said, okay. "It's the sequel to the Rocky Horror Picture Show." I'm like, "That sounds interesting." So he he bought the DVD, mailed it to me. I watched it. And then I mailed it to him. He watched it. It was 
the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Like it was Jesus. so, it was awful. Like I can't, it was, I, there was almost nothing I can think of that was redeemable about it. The music was terrible. The, wow. the actors had no chemistry. It was just awful. <laughs> and, I, and I don't recommend it. Like unless you're a Rocky horror diehard, just don't. And it wasn't even, there was nothing about it that even related to Rocky horror. Like none of the same characters, Okay. None of the same actors, really, except for maybe two people. Um, wow. So it was it was bad. You can listen to that episode, too, if you want to hear us just completely yeah, yeah, tear absolutely. it apart. <laughs> it, okay. <laughs> and so then, we, then, so then we gave away the DVD to one lucky listener. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or lucky unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should have done, you know, everyone a, f- a favor and snapped it in half. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, no, no that, that would have been perfect because only two people entered the contest. So we are, you each get one <laughs> half of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's happy. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> happy, uh, happy ending. Yeah. Okay. So question two would be, what is your favorite book related to music uh, in general? Like it could be a biography or it could be something like a high fidelity or something. Hmm. Okay. Wow. There's so many that I love. Um, I think my, my favorite one is probably a general one and it's, and it's kind of a qualified choice as my favorite. And, and the reason I'm picking this book is as my favorite because it's because it's one that I go back to all the time. And it's actually the book of the 1001 albums you should hear before you die. Um, okay. And, and I, I just, and I think the reason that it's, even if it's not the best one, cause some of the choices I think are really strange that they chose for this but um okay but it's one that i, I reference a lot because it goes all the way like from the early 50s to the 2010s oh, and, wow. um, okay. and there's still like so many albums that i you know i'm not familiar with you know it, then you know that i'm learning about and so if, and then if i decide that i want to listen to a new band or a new album or something i'll reference that and then i'll kind of read up about it and learn about it as i'm listening to it so just okay. you know just this kind of you know a, a guidebook that's probably what i would pick as my favorite is it old? There's, I think the most recent update was maybe 2018. Okay, um, that's good. Yeah, I think the one I have is old. I think the one I have is like 2014, I want to say. All right. Yeah, they, they're, all, they're constantly updating it. Yeah, which you would have to do for something like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So uh, next question would be, what is your earliest memory of a, a music movie? Which one do you oh, remember watching movie. first? Wow. Um. I would probably also have to go with the yellow submarine again for this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good job. yeah. I just remember being little and, and um, I just remember a lot of colors. <laughs> okay. When I was no, little, just, just being like completely transfixed by all the psychedelic, you know, movement and colors and, you know, cartoons. You don't, e- you don't even need the drugs, you know? <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> it's, it's self-contained. It's exactly. right there. You're right. Awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know. I mean, I guess there are, Many bands that you know go perform in in Buffalo or uh, yeah. around that area. I guess. Mm-hmm. What is your actually? This is two two parts. Okay. What was your first concert, and what which was your most memorable concert? Wow, for bad or good reasons. Ooh, okay. Um, my first concert, believe it or not, was Weird Al. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I was. That's yeah, that's a good, that's a good it start. Is, it is a good start. It, it's it's a very unusual start because it's not usually what concerts normally are like. <laughs> so I don't know if it was the best okay. introduction to a rock concert. You know what okay. I mean? Because it's a, not not a typical rock concert audience would go to see Weird Al. True, and I don't know what uh, his concerts would be like. Like you know, yeah. is is it more like you know performance uh, art or whatever right. mixed with some songs? I remember there was a lot of like a lot of videos. Like he would okay. like in between songs, he'd have like a, a video screen and he would show one of his music videos or like an one of his fake interview clips or something like that or something from okay. a movie or TV show. Um, okay. and a lot of, and then he would, he would use that time and he'd get a costume. He's like, he'd put on his Michael Jackson costume or whatever it was. Okay. And yeah, so that was, it was, it was fun for a, a you know, 11 year old kid. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. At yeah. that age, yeah. He must have had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would that be, would that also count as your most memorable concert? Mm, my most memorable one. That's a tough one. I would have to say. All right, I can maybe have two answers because I do have one memorable sure. bad one and one memorable good one. Uh, absolutely, um, <laughs> I, w- I would say the memorable bad one was 
and and it's a band and it's not a reflection on the band even though i know okay. it's a band a lot of people hate I, I would say i would say probably cold played simply because it was the <laughs> it was the loudest most unbearably loud concert i've ever been to like like i was in pain like 20 Jesus. minutes into it it was so like i've never experienced sound like that before in my life and i didn't have earplugs i was actually sitting there like this for most of the show because it was unbearable yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not fun. No. And were you close to the stage or not really? No, we were right like um it was an outside amphitheater, so we were kind of like right at the front of the lawn, like where the theater actually ends. Okay. So I can't imagine what it would have been like in like the front part. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal. No. At all. And then they, so, they sang fix me and I or, fix you and I'm like, yes, please, you need to fix it. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And uh so which one would be your best? The the best one um was it was actually something that I mentioned earlier today when we were playing Name That Tune is when um I went to see Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. And it's Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're not a band that a lot of people probably know about, um, outside the fact that you know that she passed away recently. And she was kind of like a neo soul kind of singer. She puts on an incredible show, like an unbelievable live act. But um, but it, it was memorable in the sense that that she actually took me on stage to sing an entire song with her on stage in front of all those people. <laughs> she she just uh, picked you out of the yeah crowd? yeah, and, and and so she wow. and she was pointing at me because she makes it kind of part of her act, like she'll pick somebody random, and and so she kind of looked at me and pointed. And I didn't go up at first. I'm like, she's, why would she be pointing at me? There's no, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And then the people I was with were kind of pushing me like, no, oh, she's pointing at you. And I was like, no. And, this, so they no, mentioned, and, and we were, we were really close too. So then they ended up like shoving me so that, so she like took my hand and I went up there and I d- like did an entire song with her. Jesus. <laughs> it was crazy. When, when was that? Maybe like 2011, 2010, 2011. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a while ago, yeah. And then she gave me this big kiss, and I actually had a lip lip marks on my cheek for the rest of and the you night. Never watched never that watched cheek again. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no, that's a that that's a good. pretty kick ass story. Oh, I have one. I have one other good one too that I just remembered. Sure, sure. Um, for um, we I went to see REM in Toronto, and we were th- okay. We were third row center, and it's like one of the closest I've ever been in a concert. And um, I went with a friend of mine and my brother. And um, the friend that we went with, he wasn't really, he didn't know that much about REM, but he decided he was going to go with us anyway. So we, we go and- she lived in a cave? Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> pretty much. And um, so they're performing songs and you could see that he's not really into it. And, and so after one of the songs, you know, we're all applauding and he's sitting there clapping like this. And Michael Stipe looks over and, and he sees him going like this and he, he stops and he looks at him and he goes- Oh my like God. makes fun of him on stage. Wow. <laughs> and they were all and then then he realized that he was making fun of him and, and then he's like, Oh, sorry, yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's a little wow. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I probably didn't live that down for a while. No, no. But I think that that, <laughs> that story I actually also wanted to bring that up too, because I think that that plays into our conversation about like how it, you know experiencing thing, things live mm-hmm. can be so much more um, memorable with you know things like that because you are it is that crowd experience like you said like they're yeah, feeding sure. off you and you're feeding off them so that's true yeah that's true yeah good point all right so uh, now it's time uh, if you want we can go uh, rapid fire if you if you want uh, I'll, ch- ten, I'll do my best <laughs> ten weird questions okay. like you know weird okay so. All right. So first one, would you rather speak all languages or play all musical instruments? Oh my gosh. Which one would you pick? Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, my heart says, I don't want to, I don't want to cheat, but my, my heart says instruments. My head, mm-hmm. my head says languages. And the reason is, yeah. I mean, the convenience of being able to just speak every language oh, anytime sure. would be unbelievable, but also just, you know, the, just the, the magic of being able to just sit down and play whatever you want. Um, yeah, I, I took piano hard. for a few years and uh, I no. failed. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm g- rather good with uh, languages, mm-hmm. so it would be easier for me to pick them up. But yeah. because I have no musical talent, but still I would choose languages just for the convenience. Like, you know, if you travel and all, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know if that that's like cheating that answer, but <laughs> no, no, there, no. There, there is no wrong answer. Okay. It's, 
it's uh, everything goes perfect question number two what is invisible but you wish people could see what's invisible but mm. oh wow um hmm I, is this one of those there's no wrong answer questions? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Because I, I, I don't know. I guess the only thing that I can really think of, and it's very cheesy, but but kindness. You know, I, I, I wish people – I mean, I, is that considered okay. incredible? Yeah, I guess. Maybe acts of kindness are not. But yeah, I mean, acts of – yes. But I mean, just – The concept itself is invisible, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that kind of okay. thing. Yeah. Just of being course. able to see – or being able to see how, you know, people's um, – Empathy, I guess, maybe would be a better way of putting it. All right. Or maybe like uh, how they feel so you would know how to um, uh, handle them. Yeah. Like, you know, if you know that someone is, a, is in a bad mood or sad for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you, you, then you would know that before um, interacting uh, with them, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I got a good one for you. Okay. <laughs> Number three, what is your favorite insect? <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Um, oh, boy. I, I added that one because I got that question for uh, from a, a podcast, a soccer podcast in mm -hmm. England, and mm -hmm. they were int interviewing a, a professional soccer player. Mm -hmm. And his answer to that question was antelope. Yeah, that's not an insect. <laughs> that's not so, an insect. <laughs> so no matter what what your answer is, it cannot be as bad Any worse as than that. Well, thank yeah, you for exactly. the reassuring me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, no, no problem. I'm going to go with the grasshopper. All right, because I think they're they're cool looking. Okay. <laughs> they, there's no other reason aside from the other. They're they're not as freaky as a lot of other insects. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, no, that works. Yeah. That works, absolutely. Number four, what scene from a movie, any movie, mm -hmm. scarred you for life? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the scene in the never-ending story in the quicksand. <laughs> okay. No, that's a good, yeah, good that shout. One, uh, either that one or the beginning of Jaws when I was little, when I saw that way too young to have yep. seen it and seeing her getting like seeing her being eaten by that shark was like more, so much more than I could handle when I was seven years old. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, both uh, excellent answers. <laughs> uh, question number five, what is the best nickname you've ever heard? Oh. I got that question from a Twitter thread that I read a few years, a few days ago, actually. Mm -hmm. And I, and I was, Tears were rolling down my face. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I, I, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. It is, it is really. Please good. do, yeah. yeah. The best uh, nickname I've ever heard. Wow. Um, <laughs> and not, it's not for me. I'm assuming. No, 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 no. no. It might, might be for anyone. Maybe, maybe someone you don't even know. Hmm. Anyone, anything. Wow, that's hard. Um, the best nickname. <laughs> Let me let me think for a second on this one, sure. because there's there's so many good ones. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to be inappropriate. <laughs> no, 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 go, no, no. Um, Anything goes. I mean, okay. yeah, go crazy. Um, oof. Jeopardy. Theme I know. Seriously, I, this is not good <laughs> yeah. for podcast. All this dead air. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's okay. I, I can I can clip some of it. Okay. Post. All right. No that, problem. That's good. <laughs> no problem at all. I mean, I, I can give you two examples from that thread that I sure. remember. Yeah. One of them was I think it was an Irish guy or, or a British guy who started that thread, and one of the nicknames was the he knew a guy who was supposed to move to Australia for good, and he came back like two months after after that. And his new nickname was Boomerang. <laughs> and another one I heard was they nicknamed a guy Bucket because the way he was walking, it, it was as if he was carrying Aww. invisible buckets. <laughs> I mean, this is so dumb, but Jesus, man, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I, I, I think I have one. I, I did have oh. I did have a kid that we used to. And I and this I don't want to give away the, the student's name, but but the student had uh, had a very long name that we couldn't pronounce, and he was um, and he he was from um Yemen, I think it was it was from, and he had a really it was like it, it, the name started with the with the word juice juice, okay. blah, 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 blah. so we ended up we all called him Juicy Juice. <laughs> oh, nice, 
Juicy juice. That works. Yeah, that's that. And I, I that for some reason that one always stands out because it's. He, and he didn't even care. He's you know sure you know he was a little kid. He didn't care. <laughs> if and if he, he's got a no in his first name, then it's OJ. You no. Know, yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Number f- number six. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you name your boat if you had one? Oh, my my boat. Wow. Like my 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 yacht. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that's a tough one. Uh, you know what I would name it? I think I would name it. Um. And this is again, it's very corny, but I would probably name it after my rabbit Benny. Okay, that works. Benny the boat. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No. Yeah. Absolutely. With the, but but no spelled with an I E at the end. E E N N I E because um that's how her name is spelled because she's a girl. <laughs> ah, all right. Benny and the Jets. Yeah. Okay. When I got her, they told me it was a, it was a boy. So then we named it Benny. Come to find out, it was actually a girl. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there you go. One of those Problem solved. Right. Problem solved. Number seven. Where is the worst smelling place you've been? Well, last month it was my basement. <laughs> oh, the worst? Yeah. <laughs> because if I had a sewage backup, the, my my Ooh. my toilet pump backed up and it flooded the basement. Oh my it god! Awful. I would come home from work. I think that it was fixed. You know, I'd call them and they'd come and I thought it was fixed. And then I'd walk in in the door. The second I walked in that door, it like hit me. I'm like, oh my God. You can feed it in your throat almost. Jesus Christ. God, it was awful. (laughs) Awful. Ouch. Yeah. And so finally, thank God, just two weeks ago, I haven't had any problems in two weeks, but. Okay. But, oh my God. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It was just one, add that to the list of 2020 fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's right on point, right on topic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Number eight, uh, did it ever happen when you screwed everything up, but no one ever found out it was you? (laughs) All the time. (laughs) All the time, okay. (laughs) Like today I named that tune. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! When I screwed up and nobody knew it was me. Um, yeah, I've definitely had ex- it, like it, moments where I've I've misplaced things that have belonged to other people. Mm, okay, and um, but I've managed to kind of like hide it and made it seem like somebody else lost. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's something that somebody gave to somebody else, and I you know asked if I could borrow it. Okay, you know, and then I would misplace yeah. it, but then the person who originally borrowed would get blamed for misplacing it. <laughs> Jesus, it's terrible. I know, evil. I know, evil. I know. <laughs> we can edit that out if you want. Okay. <laughs> this turned out to be nine questions. Right, right. <laughs> I, I promise it was not. I, I it was not intentional. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I didn't sure. ask them. I didn't. I didn't ask them to blame the other person. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Please don't think less uh, of me, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, I don't have listeners yet, so you're oh, good. Perfect, perfect. Please don't think less than me, Patrick. <laughs> no worries. Number nine, what is the most interesting thing that you've read or seen this week? Oh, wow. Um, For hmm. me, it was the Twitter uh, nickname thread. That was the that that was is the a, thing That's I a really good week. one. That's a really good one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been really loving all the, um, Eric Clapton, Van Morrison threads that have been going on this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, caught the uh, Eric Clapton uh, thing, but I uh, kind of missed that, uh, Van Morrison must have been uh, involved as well, I guess. Yeah. Well, they're working on a song together and it's an anti-lockdown song. So, oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then it, they, they, you know, a lot of people on Twitter started to unearth all of these racist comments that um, Eric Clapton has said. Asked, you know, like things like he, you know, he wants, you know, things like black people don't belong in Britain and stuff like that. That's just like crazy racist stuff that he's later. I didn't know. Like explained, you know, like explained what he meant by that, you know, in retrospect, but. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so that's seeing all, all of that unfold has been very interesting and, and has put a lot of um, perspective and the music world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's crazy. Like how disconnected, how tone deaf, literally yeah. some of those musicians <laughs> can be, you know, I it's know. disconnected from the reality. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. insane. I know. And it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, and they're, they, they're, they're people with such power and wealth. And when they behave like that, it just, it just makes it that much more, troublesome Dis- yeah yes and also disappointing because yeah. you like you used to like their music but yeah. now they are, it's you hard to listen their- to 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they are a piece of shit right. after all, you know. So we're like, oh, fuck. And here's you know, what really I- gets me. You're like Eric Clapton, especially because he's based his whole career on the blues, which is mm-hmm. which was black music, you know. And he he took that and that's you know? right. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <laughs> that's really bad. <sighs> like you would have no career if it was not for for that, you know. I guess not. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. So that's been wow. that's been a, a very interesting thing to stay on top of this week. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No doubt. So, last question: If you were given a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl that you, mm. you know, you couldn't sell and you couldn't give away, you know, you're you're stuck with it. Uh-huh. What what would you fill it with? Oh well, um, well, first of all, I would have to do a little promo for my podcast. Sure, obviously, <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> I would also then hire um, our friend Hob the Troll to do a jingle. Um, and, and, and maybe do a song with him just to fill up the space, <laughs> Good <show. laughs> write, a, write a song together and, and then fill up the space with that. Cause he's very, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it wouldn't be like a, uh, social, uh, like a message for social progress or whatever, social change or climate change or um, whatever it. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Are you uh, trying, trying to guilt to trip me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm. I'm not trying to nudge you in a in a direction or, or another. Right. But like, could be anything. It could be all black. You know, black. No silence. And you know, we are giving you sixty seconds. I got of, it. Uh, peace. It would be sixty seconds of of me on with a bonfire throwing Eric Clapton records onto it. Oh, that's that's a great. <laughs> show. I love that. <laughs> and also maybe a Ted Nugent. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. As well. Yep. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, I mean, that, that covers it for me. Uh, I want to thank you very much for your time. Oh, thank Josh. you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Can you, yeah, can you uh, tell us where we can uh, reach you? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm on, most of my social media is on Twitter at my, I have my own um, handle, which is at Josh F six one eight, and um, and also for the podcast, there's a Twitter handle. It's at uh, Rock Movies Pod, and okay. it, and there's also an email if you want to, you know, have any interest in, you know, either being on the show or whatever. You can email me at movies at rockpod at gmail and so those are usually the best ways to get um, in contact with me. Awesome, so, yeah, awesome. So thank you very much. Well, Josh. Thank you so much, Patrick. This is great. I had a really good time. Thank you.